0: from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Smoke and Tobacco Show with your host, Matt Tobacco and Smoke and Nicole.
1: And good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smoke and Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com, and I am joined once again by my beautiful wife Smoke and Nicole and we are here in the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, established in 1895, J.C. Newman Cigar Co., America's oldest family owned premium cigar maker. Head over to jcnewmancigar.com. Actually, no, it's jcnewman.com. My apologies. jcnewman.com to read more about their amazing cigars, including the American, the historic Diamond Crown collection, El Baton, Brick House. Don't forget about Brick House, and many more at uh, jcnewman.com. Well, Nicole, we are finally back. We had spent a couple of weeks away. Well, not really a couple weeks, it was one week off, but it feels like it's been a while
0: it feels like forever truly so
1: it it does it 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 feels um you know it's only a week but it feels like a lifetime you know uh we 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 had talked about trying to to pre-record a show um to have it available and my apologies we weren't able to do that just with our schedule with our traveling and all the stuff we had to do um it was just a busy week sorry i'm puffing on my cigar here um we went down to the Dominican Republic, and uh, we uh, we saw some things down there. We we saw some things. Um, first of all, we saw, I think, the biggest and most important thing I want to mention, and we're not going to get too into it tonight. Um, if you want to hear more about this trip, tune in Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Me, Nicole, and William Cooper on the Spare Notes Show. That's right. Nicole will be on Spare Notes this week, and we're going to talk about this trip and uh, the trip that Coop took actually the week before uh, to Mexico for Casa 1910. But no, the biggest thing I just want to say is um, thank you to the Fuente family and the Fuente staff, Ciro, uh, Jose Blanco, everyone who helped uh, make it happen and, and, and welcomed us down there because not only did you know we see you know the factory and, and all that cool stuff, but the, the big thing I really want to talk about is we saw the Cigar Family School and we met the kids. If you guys know, uh, mostly guys follow us. You know, you know we do the fundraiser every year. Yep. This year we had a we had a huge year fifty one thousand dollars we raised for that school. We got to meet them. We got to see it. We got to meet them. We met Emilio, uh, one of the kids that okay. Cynthia had told us about who had cancer who survived who beat cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, just an amazing experience and we have
0: a ton of videos photos everything to show i you know we just don't want to take away from our guests tonight so mm-hmm. we're going to do this on the spare note show so tune in saturday if you want to hear all about our trip
1: absolutely um, so we, we, we'll definitely get into it just not tonight but i just i wanted to mention it. it's worth mentioning and just want to again say a thank you to them but uh yeah so that's what we were up to it was a uh, it was a long week You know, we weren't on the air, but we were still doing cigar stuff. We were still busy. We were still moving around, learning. Smoking a lot of cigars. Smoking a lot of cigars, learning a lot of new information that we didn't have before. So we're more educated now, in a sense. Um, But all of that's good stuff. Tonight we have have an interesting show for you. Tonight we have um, a brand... Known as El Septimo, you may or may not have seen their cigars, heard about them. If you go to the trade show, you may have seen their booth, their real big, beautiful booth.
0: You couldn't miss it. couldn't One miss of it. The biggest booths with the most tech.
1: Absolutely. Um, many of you probably have heard this brand. Maybe you've tried it. Maybe you haven't. Um, if you had any questions on this brand, who they are, what they offer, tonight is the night to sit along, light up a cigar, and watch us. Sorry, I just dropped ash all over the table, and I feel like a goof now, um, and ask you questions, we will answer them for you. But without further ado, we're going to bring on Zaya from El Septimo, who is our guest this week. Uh, Zaya, welcome to the Smoke and Tobacco Show. How are you?
2: Good. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be
1: here. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. We're, we're really excited to have you. You know, the El Septimo is a brand that... Um, from what I understand has been around in other countries for quite some time now. But the U.S. market, you guys are fairly new to the U.S. market. We saw you guys uh, make your first appearance at PCA last year in 2021. Uh, You guys were here again in uh, 2022. had a really amazing booth, you had some really cool stuff at the booth I'm sure we'll talk about, some th- the, the lighters, the $5 million lighters were on display, uh, you guys launched your Emperor Collection, um, really really cool, fascinating, interesting new stuff that we saw from El Septimo, and now uh, after the show, you guys announced you're going to be opening 30 lounges across the US, uh, El Septimo lounges, so you guys have a lot going on, and uh, there's, there's definitely a lot to talk about tonight, so... Um, I think what I'll start off with is uh, just tell us a little bit about about yourself how you got involved with El Septimo and uh, we'll kind of branch off from there
2: great thank you so much Uh, it's great to be here with you guys today Uh, my name is Zaya Yonan I'm the CEO of El Septimo Um, El Septimo was actually founded uh, 26 years ago Um, it was a company that was founded in Geneva Uh, they specialized back then and to this day Making ultra premium uh, cigars. And um, uh, they were using a very special aged uh, tobacco. So they had a limited quantity of these old age tobacco. So um, uh, they were producing a limited number of cigars. And they were basically just satisfying the European and uh, Middle Eastern market um, uh, for a long period of time. And to my came across of them about five years ago. I smoked a cigar in Geneva, Switzerland, and I couldn't get the cigar out of my mind. It was such an unbelievable cigar. So uh, uh, I liked it so much. I bought the company two years ago, and a year and a half ago, we brought it to the United States, and uh, uh, today in the United States, we ship uh, close to a million cigars a month to the United States, and we are the fastest growing brand in the country and the rest of the world.
1: Yeah, you guys, Almost seemed like came out of nowhere last year. We were at the trade show and we were like, "Oh, who are these guys?" You had this really big, big, colorful display at the trade show, and um, you know everyone was over there. We, you know, as we first met you. We we did an interview with you and and whatnot. And um, I think it was when you guys were debuting the Sacred Arts collection, which came out last year, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah,
2: Sacred Art came uh, uh, last year. Uh, it was a collection of seven different cigars. And this year in PCA, we introduced Emperor Collection, which is a collection of six different cigars.
1: And I'm smoking one of them tonight. I'm smoking the the Alexander right mm-hmm. here. And Nicole, yeah. what are you smoking over there?
0: Um, I'm smoking the Exception Esmeralda.
1: Ah.
2: I see. Well, the Alexander that you're smoking uh, it is a, is our first Connecticut wrapper cigar we made. Uh, it is a mild cigar, full of flavor. And Nicole's smoking a Murata, which is a full body, stronger cigar. I'm surprised she's smoking a stronger cigar than you. Good for you, Nicole. Um,
1: <laughs> she showed me up tonight. Me yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. You're smoking a Cadillac and she's smoking a Ferrari tonight. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, happy wife, happy life. You know, she, you know, exactly. I, let, I, I let her smoke the nicer <laughs> stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but no she definitely she she can hold her own she could smoke the stronger cigars and, and keep up too she's she's not she's not a just because she's a woman that doesn't mean that you know she rides it on the mild side she she can she can smoke some pretty strong stuff so i give her a lot of props for that uh but no i mean the cigars are great uh they're fantastic this is definitely a smooth cigar a lot of flavor right off the bat uh really well balanced i really enjoy this cigar um what do you think of that cigar
0: um it's very smooth for being full-bodied, I you know, I love it. It has like warm nutmeg almost flavor to it. Is what I'm picking up, but it's it's good so far.
2: Mm. Uh, Nicole, each one of these cigars we make, they have uh, depending on a different blend. We have over 44 different cigars, and 44 different blend of cigar. Each cigar has a different blend than the other one. Oh, wow. Not two cigar have the same blend, and each cigar comes from three transition to five transition. So the two cigars you're smoking have three transition. The first transition is a mild, tasty, creamy, and then it's gonna take you to a stronger transition, and toward the end, it's gonna take you to a medium transition out of it. So uh, these cigars you're smoking, uh, they all have uh, uh, three fillers. Uh, this, the cigar that Matt is smoking, it comes from uh, four different countries. Uh, uh, the cigar that you're smoking comes from five different countries. Tobacco comes from five different countries, and that's why they're so delicious and tasty because, uh, is a combination of, uh, different region, different countries, cigar blended together, fermented for a long period of time to have that balanced taste, because the number one requirement is cigar has to be a balance. If it's not balanced, obviously people won't enjoy smoking it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think. Th- I've had some of the other cigars as well, I, I want to say it's from the Diamond Collection, um, and those those cigars are pretty good as well. Um, th- those I, I, I smoked last year when I first got introduced to the brand, um, and now this, this is my first emperor. This is a great cigar. I haven't had that cigar myself, uh, but I look forward to trying that too. Um, by the way, we
2: don't call it we don't call it Diamond Collection anymore. We call oh, okay. it uh, Lexus, Lexus Collection. But uh, 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 yes, they are the original line cigars that uh, 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 cigar tobacco comes from five different region in the world, and uh, um, these these tobaccos are fermented from five to fifteen years, uh, aged, and, fermented and aged because they're two different processes. And uh, um, um, uh, the oil in the tobacco is evaporated very slowly because we take our time. We don't try to accelerate the process. So the flavor gets locked in and you enjoy it when you're smoking it.
1: Ah, very interesting. Yeah, you guys, I know you've taken some different approaches to uh, the way that you you grow your tobacco, age it, ferment it. Uh, I also know you're involved in the wine industry as well. We
2: are. I've been been involved in farming for 35 years from uh, 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 making uh, uh, vegetables when I was working for Satlock, We were developing the uh, 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 precision uh, farming technology equipment to make the farming easier, more efficient, more effective. And then we've been making wine for the past 10 years in Europe, cognac for the past four years in Europe, and now making cigar for the past three years. Um, So we have a big plantation over a thousand acres and uh, however, we only use 7% of our own tobacco because only 7% of our own tobacco qualifies to be used in El Septimo Cigar. The 97% of the tobacco, 93% of the tobacco, uh, we buy it from outside, from Nicaragua, from Ecuador, from Dominic Republic, from Peru, from Ecuador, you know, from different countries around the world in order to be able to get the uh, blend that we require to get. So we, we use a lot of scientific approach in making a cigar, uh, that is very unique and proprietary to the way we make cigars, and rem- that's what makes it special.
1: I remember at the trade show, I want to say last year, during our interview, we, we talked about um, some of the stuff you guys do with your your tobacco, and you mentioned something about pH, um, and the pH in the soil and whatnot. If I remember correctly, I don't know if you remember that conversation we had. Um, I think we were also talking about maybe in the wine with the grapes and the, the pH of the soil, something like that. Um, I was going to well, ask. Most we... of our, yes,
2: most of our tobacco comes uh, from the region uh, that they have a volcanic soil, right? Okay. Uh, volcanic soil. And the reason uh, um, uh, we like that type of soil for all kinds of farming, either from grapes or tobacco, is because they have a lot of minerals in them, right? They have magnesium right. in there. They have iron in there, phosphorus in there. They have potassium in there. They have calcium in there, right? So uh, uh, the soil is very rich. That's why, for example, the cigar that Nicole smokes, the ash is darker, right? It's dark gray. And the reason it's dark gray is minerals doesn't burn and it leaves. However, we use this mineral tobacco because they're full of taste and full of transition and experience that we enjoy. So obviously, not only the pH, but the, moisture the taste the the minerals are in the tobacco because the tobacco is grown in the mountainous region in the soil that is all volcanic
1: yeah i mean when it comes to growing tobacco nutrients in the soil that's definitely going to be a you know the more nutrients you have the better the flavor and and all the other things that go into the tobacco that gives it you know it's its strength its body the flavor and Especially, that's why a lot of the stuff from Nicaragua we see in Esteli and Jalapa, like you see a lot of these very rich, mineral-rich tobaccos that are coming out of some of those factories down there. Um, very important stuff. It's it's something that you know in the in the old days, and you, know, you had you know mostly Cuban cigars, and the Dominican cigars were starting to kind of grow, and that really wasn't a thing. And you know now we've gone to to South and Central America, and all these other new tobaccos now that are seeing. I don't want to say new, but tobaccos that are used more frequently today in the modern age um, have really changed the landscape of the cigar industry in terms of the tobaccos that are out there in the market. And you guys are definitely no exception to that. You guys are using all sorts of different tobaccos, which offers just such a great variety. So many different blends you can do, so many different flavors and and, and options that you can offer within the collection, which is great. Um, Let's talk about the Emperor Collection being the newest collection. There were how many different lines in, uh, in the emperor collection? I know that each one is named after historical, you know, emperor, um, leader, or so on and so forth. Um, how many different cigars are there in that collection?
2: Yeah, there are there are uh, six different cigars in that collection, and of the six, two are Maduro wrapper and four are Connecticut. Those are the first Connecticut we ever made over the last twenty some years we've been in business. Because US, in US, U.S. market, there's a big demand for Connecticut cigars, Connecticut wrapper cigars. So, <clears throat> so we realize that we have to make cigar that we, also, we can satisfy that side of the market. So uh, you have Napoleon that has both Connecticut and Maduro wrapper. You have uh, Emperor Yao that has both uh, Connecticut and Maduro wrapper. And you also have Augustus. Exactly, you have Augustus and you have Alexandra that are Connecticut wrapper. And uh, uh, different sizes, different shape. Uh, They come anywhere from uh, um, uh, one binder to two binder. They come anywhere from three different fillers to four different fillers in each one of the cigars. So they're very, uh, 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 they age the tobacco's age from five to seven years. And uh, um, uh, uh, we, after we rolled them, we kept them for three years. We aged them in three years in the rainforest of Costa Rica, in a natural environment, open to environment. We aged them carefully and then we brought them to the United States. And uh, they're my favorite cigars. I love them. I love smoking them. And I usually smoke many of them a day. I usually smoke eight to nine cigars a day, 12 to 14 on the weekends. And now half of the cigar I smoke are Emperor collection.
1: Yeah, I mean, so far on my you know my first, I'm almost I'm almost at the second third, oh, not quite, but I got about an inch of ash here. This cigar is great. It's it's very well balanced. Has a nice construction. Has a perfect draw to it. Nice and light. Nice and smooth. Um, not to the point where it's too smooth and it's going to overheat. Um, it's it's just right. So. Uh, this cigar is performing extremely well. And I would say probably out of all of the cigars, I, and I haven't had all of them, but out of the ones I have had, and I've had a, a fair amount, this one's probably my favorite cigar that you guys make so far. I mean, this yeah. is just, this is incredible. Um,
2: yeah, one of the, we, we are introducing another line. is called Emperor Sergon, which uh, 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 they, we also make a Connecticut in that. And that Connecticut cigar, I think I've been smoking for 35 years. I think is the best Connecticut, is the best cigar I ever smoked in my lifetime, and I've been smoking for thirty some years. And uh, you should try that; you will love it. And I'm smoking, for example, Yao, now, Emperor Yao, which is uh, Connecticut, it's 64 gauge, and uh, uh, very smooth. This goes to four transition. It's got four different fillers in it, and if you look at the construction, the scientific construction of tobacco. No gap, hand roll, and one of the reasons you see no gap and tobacco is so well stacked next to each other is because after you roll it, you age it further, the cigar actually becomes homogeneous. It blends together, it becomes one, and uh, it gives you unbelievable taste and experience. So I'm going to light my uh, uh, seven cigars for today. Uh, <laughs> well, I can't wait usually to light one. And I smoke it. Make sure when you light a cigar, you never draw on a cigar when you light it, because you get the, all the black smoke inside of a cigar. You ruin the taste of the cigar. So you have to take your time, slowly roast the outside of it, <clears throat> occasionally blow on it, <clears throat> and then, voila, is ready to be smoked.
1: Wow! Look at that. It's always nice. It's always nice to to. To show some some new techniques and, and stuff like that too. I bet you there's a lot of people watching the show who didn't know that, um, who will uh, who will use that now, uh, which is great. That's that's why we're here. Always trying to show new things to people, right? Uh, one of the things about your cigars <coughs> that I've noticed across all of your collections, whether it's you know the Sacred Arts or the Emperor, or the uh, the Lexus collection, you guys tend to use a lot of larger formats, specifically in larger ring gauges. Um, is there any any reason for that? Is that? Are you going for the larger format market? Uh, I, I I was just, I found it very interesting, very intrigued.
2: Matt, there is a, Matt, it's a good question and there's a scientific answer to it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Every time you see a larger, bigger gauge cigar, in theory, the way it's supposed to be, the cigar is supposed to be tastier because when you use bigger gauge, we put more fillers in it, more different fillers in it. Instead of two, we put four, five different fillers from different countries. So there is more taste, there is more identity in the cigar. So when we make a cigar, we don't decide to make a cigar 60 gauge or 58 gauge or 64 gauge. We come up with the profile of what we want the smoker to experience. And after we come up with that profile, we put the tobacco together. And the very first thing we do, we do a smell test. Before we smoke the cigar, we do a smell test once we put this tobacco together only then we know what the gauges of it are however having said that el septimo produces cigars anywhere from 32 gauge all the way to 70 gauge so we have sense. but majority but you're right majority of our cigars are bigger gauge because they have more fillers so they have more taste more flavors and that's what people love so much about el septimo cigar and another thing, Matt, is that when I bought this company two years ago, the cheapest El Timo cigar was $60 a stick, and the most expensive one was $200 a stick. Mm-hmm. So, so today, we produce cigar as low as $10 per retail. For example, the Alexander you're smoking today is $10 retail. From $10 retail all the way up to $80 a retail per stick. So we have, the, we have every size every gauge every flavor every wrapper uh uh uh, and the entire spectrum of the of the price the ten dollars uh cigar you're smoking right now alexandra is the lowest price ultra premium cigar in the market today
1: you know for ten dollars this is a hell of a cigar
2: ten dollars retail that's correct
1: wow yeah that's pretty good for ten dollars i mean i i have to say um, very very reasonable price you know that's that's right in there in the I would say the average for a regular premium cigar you know but for something ultra premium i mean that's that's a very good price point for that cigar now, be of,
2: careful something a lot of people call their cigar premium right There are many specification that qualifies, qualifies a cigar as a premium or not One of the specification is long fillers means you have to use the entire leaf without cutting it. Or without cutting the pieces and mixing it into your cigar the cigar you smoke which is made by el septimo roy's roy's of the industry is ten dollars and is long fuller is a full leaf inside of that and i don't think there is any cigar that is ultra premium that retails for ten dollars on the market today
1: that uses all long filler
2: that is used that uses a long filler and also is aged tobacco right is mm-hmm. aged tobacco past 5 years
1: past 5 years okay yeah yeah i mean i'm trying to think off the top of my head um, i mean there's there's a few companies that come to mind that i would think use it but i you know maybe i maybe i'm not 100% sure but i mean yeah i mean for ultra premium i mean who else is making ultra-premium cigars right now? You have Atabe, Byron, Davidoff's making cigars like that. Mirafell's making cigars that I would say are in that, uh, that echelon. Um, some of the stuff that Arturo Fuente makes is up there um, from their More Forbidden X collection. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there, there's some other cigars, I would say, uh, that are in that region. But for as low as 10 I mean, yeah, that's true, it, for, the, for the lower price point. Uh, it's, it's tough to beat that. I mean, a lot of the times you see that aged tobacco and right away, you're, you're starting in the 20, the high 20 range and going up to there, uh, for the, for the price point. Um, and in, in that, in that range. So yeah, that's, it's, that's, 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 that's an interesting point. And, uh, and that's what makes this cigar so interesting in itself is you're getting something that is aged for so long of that caliber for the price point and it's great because you can make yourself available to so many different smokers and you know, there's a lot of people who can't afford to smoke a 20 30 40 dollar cigar they can they can afford exactly. 10 and they can spend 10 dollars and get something that's you know exactly. pretty pretty now let me
2: ask you a question let me ask you a question matt do you know why aged tobacco is better
1: well when it comes to aged tobacco i, w- I would assume you know the, the longer you age it and of course ferment it um the the cleaner the purer the tobacco gets. Uh, more of the impurities leave the leaves and uh, which obviously heavily affects not only the taste and the flavors and all that, but you know, the way it burns, you know, the textures and all that. Um, so the longer you age it, the you know, the more rounded out and polished and perfect the leaves can be for when they're actually combusted yeah, in cigars. That's,
2: that's partially partially true, but the scientific behind that and behind something else that you didn't mention is that Um, from the time you pick a leaf out of the nicotina plant to the earliest time that you can make a smokable cigar is three years, similar to wine, right? If you age the tobacco, ferment the tobacco, right? If you ferment the tobacco over a long period of time, you put it in an environment that humidity is a lot, the sun is not very strong. So the oil inside of the leaves does not condense fast, they condense slowly. So the bad oil gets evaporated over time, the good oil stays in the leaf and that's where the taste comes from, a good oil inside of the leaf.
1: Sure, I mean the oils is um obviously a huge part of that too. You talk a lot of talk people talk about after they purchase the cigars and they you know, some people age cigars on their own when they buy cigars so they you know they they just store cigars for a long period <laughs> of time they don't <laughs> smoke them as fast or whatever so they tend to sit in their humidor. Um you know a lot of you a lot of people will talk about, you know those cigars coming out when they finally smoke them and the oils are being there or maybe uh, if they waited too long the oils will have evaporated and left and the cigars more dry um, that's why you don't want to let your cigars sit you know forever so to speak um yeah. also actually
2: wh- actually <clears throat> matt I, I was in france and i was in the house of uh this guy who's the biggest collector of cuban cigar in the world and he took me to a cellar his name is philippe boyer and he took me to a cellar, and I had an experience smoking 200 years old Cuban cigar.
1: Really, that's interesting. And
2: it was, it was a cigar from 1879, and the cigar was excellent, excellent. And for over so many years, it was stored in this castle underground, inside of the wine cellar. Really, yeah, oh. that's correct. Yeah,
1: that's interesting.
2: So, if the cigar is stored properly. You could store it for a very long period of time. Same as a wine, right? Same as a wine. And you can store it for a long period of time and it still is smokable and tastes very well.
1: We have a question from the audience for you. This one comes from our friend Joey. Shout out Joey Bianco. It's our buddy Joey. Uh, do you prefer cello or non-cello aging?
2: Mm. That's a very good question, Joey. Uh, 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 first of all, we when you age it, you have to expose the uh, tobacco into a natural environment, right? It's difficult to Asia um, um, Asia tobacco when it's in cellophane, it's closed, no air gets in, no air gets out, temperature is densed out, and the moisture gets trapped in, and you can't monitor the moisture, right? That's why sometimes when you buy a cigar, you see the cellophane is all brown, right? Uh, over, over a short period of time, it becomes a barn. So all of our cigars, all of our cigars are aged uh, uh, obviously in open natural environment without any cellophane on them, uh, as exposed. Matter of fact, prior to COVID, we never put our cigar in cellophane, not even in the boxes. It was after the COVID that we started putting our cigars in cellophane. But all of our cigars are aged in a rainforest of Costa Rica, 9,000 feet above the sea level, right? All in the open environment, exposed to natural humidity and natural
1: sunlight. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, it definitely. You brought up the the golden, the dark cellophanes that you know a lot of people tend to see and and cigars that have been sitting around aging for a while. Um, another question we had from the audience that I wanted to bring up is uh, from John, and how do you feel about? Um, your lounges so on the lounges that you guys are opening you guys are you announced earlier this year that you were going to open 30 lounges i want to say with over the next three years in the united states that's correct and
2: in 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 the next month we're going to open three more lounges in one month Uh, one would be in sarasota florida Uh, it will open at the end of december Uh, one in hollywood it would be a first cigar lounge in hollywood uh, uh, City of Hollywood in Los Angeles and one would be in Corona right outside of the Los Angeles so these three lounges will be open in the next uh, uh, month to 45 days so we're really excited about it and our lounges are different if you look at behind me that's our, uh, that's our cellar that actually goes long it goes long way down is about the cellar is about 4,000 square feet and that cellar holds about two million sticks of cigars Wow. And most of the cigars in there are not in in cellophane. They're all open. And uh, they are being not only temperature control, not only humidity control, but also ionizer. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, inside of this, we have uh, cedar from three different countries, Spain, uh, Brazil, and Colombia. And we infuse different odor and different spices sometimes on these cigars by exposing them in there for a long period of time.
1: Really? Interesting. That's something different. Um, w- the the other part of that other question I was going to ask you was um, on those 30 lounges, are these going to be your lounges or are these going to be lounges that are also, maybe some of these are going to be lounges that are like a like a sponsored lounge of another retailer? If you kind of Get follow. Both, okay. both. Okay.
2: Usually, for example, the lounge in, uh, in Hollywood would be our lounge. Uh, uh, the lounge in Corona would be sponsored by somebody else. And the lounge in Sarasota, which is a brand new lounge and brand new building, is by somebody else. So 30% of these 30 lounges would be ours, about 30%. And then the rest of them would be other people lounges who are converting their name from Davendorf or their own name to El Septimo Geneva.
1: Nice. Very interesting. Yeah. I was, I was curious about that myself too, but uh, that obviously I thought when I first read it, I was like, wow, 30, that's a lot of lounges, but, um, having it in with other, other people's lounges too. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we're going to hit our news really quickly. Um, we'll give you a chance to have a break for a second. Our news is once again brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. If you head over to McAuliffeCigars.com today, you can sign up to become an official ambassador. Get your ambassador number, coin, and while you're ready, head over to Facebook and join the McAuliffe Ambassador Facebook group where you can hang out and smoke with all of your fellow McAuliffe smokers. Once again, visit McAuliffeCigars.com. Uh, this week, a lot of releases were announced this week uh, and even last week too while we were away. Uh, but in another uh, in another uh, release of the the Zodiac cigars, you know Davidoff Davidoff has one. Drew Estate does them. Um, Macanudo Inspirado Year of the Rabbit coming soon to the global market. Scandinavian Tobacco Group will release a special blend of Macanudo Inspirado to commemorate the Chinese New Year, which begins on January twenty second, twenty twenty three, called Macanudo Inspirado Year of the Rabbit. The limited edition release will be sold exclusively in select markets in Europe and Asia. Um, the blend features a silky Connecticut shade wrapper grown in the U.S., a Mexican binder, and hand-selected tobaccos from the Dominican Republic and Mexico. The result is a rich smoke with a pleasant aroma that pairs beautifully with an array of beverages and cuisines. Mac- Macanudo Inspirado Year of the Rabbit Toro measures f- 152 by 20 millimeter, equivalent to 6 by 6 by 50 in the U.S., while pricing out will vary accordingly to the country in which the cigar is sold, the estimate to retail price be $20 US. Um, so this is a uh, very interesting, uh, Nicole has this up on the screen, I believe they can see that right? Yeah. Uh, you can see the pictures of the bands, the box, the packaging, uh, very nice stuff, again kind of on similar theme with some of the other manufacturers that have put these out. These are getting more popular, I've noticed over the last five years. These. Um, the the chinese new year the zodiac releases uh you know davidoff's been doing it for quite Didn't some time come
0: out with one too? you're right
1: i think Placencia did do one as well um and i i don't even was that their first one that they did they did a year of the tiger yeah, yeah they did they did a year of the tiger Um uh, drew estate and the year of the rat then they did the year of the ox the year of the tiger um so they've done it as well i i assume they're going to do a, a year of the rabbit and they're in their Unico series line. Uh, now we see this one. So this is definitely a theme that we're seeing more and more of, and it's interesting. I mean, it's it's fun, they're collectible. Um, it's another, I, 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 for lack of a better term, excuse to do a, a limited cigar, um, you know, by doing it around this theme. It makes sense, but uh, they're, they're definitely picking up in popularity. So you know interesting question. I don't know if, if, if you guys have thought about maybe doing anything along that line too, like with the Year of the Tiger, the Year of the Rat. And um, any of your cigars, maybe in the future.
2: Well, I, I don't know if you want to call our cigar rat or anything, but, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know. But uh, uh, El Septimo is a is a luxury living brand. It's not just cigars. Uh, El Septimo is now over hundred million dollars in revenue globally. Uh, we produce a lot of things, not just the cigar. So uh, we like to theme our cigar after historical important things that exist in our life right uh, like emperor collection after famous leaders that shaped our world today um sacred art collection after uh, religious uh, seven days to create the heaven and earth by god and all the famous artists who captured that seven days in their painting uh so we usually like to um uh, uh, uh get get more historic and use historical reference to name our cigar and relate it to that more like uh uh event or serious or name after animal
1: absolutely um but one of the uh things that we wanted to bring up tonight on the show i just I just remembered i don't want to forget um you had sent me something interesting it was a study that you guys had done on nicotine and um I know that you, uh, we wanted to talk about this tonight. It was interesting. I have it here in front of me. Nicole, I know you read it too. Uh, So feel free to chime in here on this one. Um, But is natural nicotine really bad for you? Uh, Which I thought was very interesting. And this is definitely a topic, you know, when you talk about um, cigars, you know, people talk about the FDA, you know, at least in the US, you know, you talk about the FDA and regulations and and all of that nonsense um, that, you know, we we obviously have to listen to and, and fight with and you know, uh, protect our love of cigars from being taken over by the government. Uh, but it's interesting. You guys did this, uh, this study on, on natural nicotine, uh, and I'll let you kind of give me the, uh, the, the summary of, of, of that whole thing um, that we can share with the audience tonight.
2: Sure. Um, uh, uh, El Septimo purchased a, a major skincare company in Germany called Niovi for about a billion dollars transaction just completed recently and uh, a group of scientists, German scientists, (laughs) because uh, uh, these all work for me. We have over 2,800 scientists in Germany Uh, um, did did this this study for me for my birthday. Oh, wow. uh, They presented it to me. And they said, Mr. Yonen, um, uh, you might not know, but we did something really interesting. We hope you like it. And I read that uh, while I was in my middle of the birthday party And I was thinking about it, all night I couldn't sleep, I was thinking about it. Uh, uh, What's inside of the cigar is a natural uh, nicotine. There is no additive, there's no preservatives, it's just a natural nicotine. God created a plant, nicotina plant. We take the leaf, we ferment them, we age them, we roll them and you enjoy them. It's like a fruit, right? And a lot of people or audience might not know, natural nicotine is not only in the cigar, is in the tomato you eat every day. Eggplant, potato, the French fries you eat,
1: Very true. the green
2: pepper, right? They all are from the same family as tobacco plant called Nightshade Family. And they all have nicotine in them. So if you take a blood from an eight years old kid that never smoked, his parents never smoke, you will find enough nicotine, traceable nicotine, that essentially is equivalent to a person that smoked three cigars a week. Because when you eat salad, when you eat pizza, when you eat pasta, when you eat french fries, when you eat eggplant, they all have same identical nicotine that is inside of the cigars, inside of the tobacco. So nicotine, natural nicotine, has been part of our diet for millions of years. And if you read the study, it shows actually benefit of a natural nicotine, which is a part of our nutrition diet every day essentially, right? Smoking cigar, it shows and is referenced in that report by uh, studies done by Cambridge, Yale, Columbia, Harvard, that delay the effect of Alzheimer, dementia, reduce the possibility of the strokes, reduce the stress level significantly because natural nicotine dilates your artery, so there is more blood flow and oxygen throughout all part of your body and organs
1: and nicotine is a stimulant too um so you'll get the the, the, the cognitive awareness and, and stuff like that too uh, that's similar to caffeine
2: well because because nicotine and coffee are cousins they're all nice-shaped. so inside of the, if you take a bean of nicotine and genetically taste it you find nico- you find nicotine in it and if you take a nicotine seed you genetically taste it you're gonna find caffeine in it. So they're all same family.
1: Ah, oh, very interesting. I didn't know that part. That's that's very interesting. Um, now I this is a this is a report that you guys have published on your website, I believe, correct? Is this this is is this public information? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's a public
2: information. We pass it to people. Every claim inside of that report is referenced to a scientific research report done by some professor someplace in the world. So it's all fact-driven i mean if you pull up your iphone you google does red tomato have nicotine in it and you find out that google tell you yes got plenty of nicotine in it
1: yeah very true i mean and that's something i've known that i'm pretty sure nicole's known that but i, I feel like you're right though there's, there's a lot of people who may not realize that and that that is that is true especially with the, with the nightshades i remember someone telling me one time you know if you you know there's more nicotine in eggplant You know, if you have an eggplant, you know, Parmesan or an Italian dish with with eggplant in it with the tomato sauce and all that. Like, you know, there's more nicotine in that than in in one of your cigars. So um.
2: actually, actually is one serving of that uh, uh, kind of food that has eggplant in it, uh, 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 tomato sauce in it. uh, 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 There is equivalent nicotine in it than two cigars because. Oh, wow. Because the food that you eat, you eat it, you swallow it. When you smoke a cigar, majority of the cigar, you blow it out. So you don't basically inhale it. It doesn't go to your blood systems.
1: True. Yeah, it's only, it's only with, within the mouth and if you retrohale in, in the nasal cavity.
2: And sometimes you retrohale, not a lot. Sometimes you do it on purpose. Sometimes you do it by accident, right? But it's not a lot. But when you're sitting, you're eating that food that you just talked about. You eat it, you swallow it, it goes and it goes into your bloodstream systems. And when you eat that kind of food, you know the, as you said, the eggplant has nicotine in it, the pasta sauce, tomato has nicotine in it, right? So all of that is absorbed by your body. You know, and I'm, and I'm 60 years old, and I've been smoking <laughs> the cigar for 35 years, and uh, I smoke sometimes average of eight to 14 a day, and uh, I, I'm, I don't, I don't take any medication and um, you know my doctor liked me to see him a couple times a year i see him uh, uh, uh... once every three years so you know so that should tell you something about uh, uh, how bad cigar is for you to smoke and
1: i smoke a lot of them we smoke a lot too i mean well, i think i smoke a little bit more than you do more than me. But, uh... but yeah i i i could kind of identify with that we, we, we smoke a lot of cigars over here too uh... so i, I, t- I know where you're coming from on, on that for sure I mean.
2: You know I'm sure you saw a documentary about Michael Jordan um, um, last Dance. Oh was on yes TV. oh yes I did long, long. yeah and if you rem- if you remember that show if you remember that show, this is a guy who smoked four or five cigars a day he would smoke a cigar before his practice, he would smoke a cigar before his game, after a game, after a practice and he was one of the best athletes ever walking on the face of the earth, right sure. And this guy. This guy smokes every time you have a picture of this guy smoking a cigar, right? Oh, yeah. So the question, again, is really how bad is for you? The other thing, natural nicotine reduces inflammation in the body. Interesting. Reduce the inflammation in the body. Yesterday, I was having, which I'm going to p- put it on my uh, Instagram, I was having a cigar smoke with David Edwards, who's an offensive lineman for Rams that won the Super Bowl last year. Yes. He said he's been smoking... Cigar, you know, because he's an offensive lineman, he takes all the beating, you know, big guys taking a beating. So he says inflammation is a major thing in the body. They have to, they have to sit in an ice pad after every practice, every game. He said he's been eliminating that because he smokes more cigar. He noticed that cigar reduces body inflammation. Again, the reason for that is because nicotine, if you Google it, nicotine dilates your artery. When your artery are dilated, more oxygen and blood flows, right? And that eliminates the stress usually stress is caused by inflammation body inflammation
1: now what's interesting about this while we're on this topic you know a lot of times when people um maybe they smoke too fast they smoke too much um you know they 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 absorb a lot of nicotine maybe they smoke you know three or four cigars back to back you know really quickly and then they start to feel lightheaded they start to feel maybe maybe they get a headache maybe they feel kind of sick what 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 causes that when when you talk about the nicotine and the body and the yeah. benefits what causes some of those those negative things that people say that they feel
2: yeah matt matt unbelievable question you know uh, good for you because i go around the world talk about cigars and nicotine because you know, I'm an engineer by degree, I'm a scientist, I invented a lot of product in my previous lifetime, and seldom I get people ask me those good questions you just asked me. Now, what caused that? And there are two major costs to that, that you get lightheaded, you start sweating, you start getting nauseous, right? You True. start feeling bad. One of the reason is body temperature. The average human body temperature is 97.5. When you smoke cigar too fast or back to back, your body temperature could go up as much as 3 degrees. So you go from 97.5 to 100.5. At 101, you have a fever. This yes. is why this is why it's important to smoke slower. Or if you really like to smoke fast like I do, I usually have a glass of cold water with me and as I smoke every so often I drink a cold ice water to help bring my temperature down. The second reason is, when the tobacco that used in the cigar is full of pesticides and chemical, that also causes a nauseousness. Remember, from the time a, nicot- a nicotina seed is, is planted to the time the nicotina plant is six feet, six and a half feet that we pick the leaf after eight, nine months, most farmers use 200 in average 200 application of pesticides on it they spray pesticides to protect the leaf from diseases that pesticide stays on the leaf and when you smoke it those chemicals could basically be harmful for you and those chemicals also make you nauseous oozy and make you sweat
1: interesting um you know, it's funny you mentioned the pesticide because you know, a, you know, we have a lot of manufacturers on the show, be uh, ones who grow their own tobacco and whatnot. Always talking about how, you know, they they don't have you know pesticides that they use in the field, and their, um, you know, their claim is always you know, well, you know, our product is always so natural because we you know we don't use that kind of stuff. So, um, well, that's
2: not true. That's 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 not true. And and let me speak it online. I'm sure uh, 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 George Padron, uh, Carlito Fonte... Uh, J.C. Newman, Rocky Patel, they're all, listen to me, they're all my good friends. That is not true at all. Literally, every plant in the world uses pesticides except you. And the reason for it is they don't use pesticides, they use 30 to 35% of the crop. And when they use 30 to 35% of the crop, right, then they're not making any profit, right? Do you know sometimes you get the bad smell of cigar on your clothes? and you go someplace and people say oh my god did you smoke a cigar that smell is not from the smoke of the pure cigar itself because pure cigar smoke is non-adhesive what is adhesive is a pesticide is a smell of the pesticides essentially cow shed that we chemically transform it to a liquid to spray it on the plant so the flies don't come because the smell irritates them They walk away. That's the scientific fact. So it's not from me, a tobacco maker, a cigar maker, but scientific fact. Don't turn off the lights.
1: Don't. Very, very, very interesting. Very interesting stuff. Um, You know, like I said before, a lot of times you know we have people come on and and they they make those claims. Oh, we don't use this on our leaves. Um, That's not true. That's that's not not true.
2: And the reason and the reason I'm being outspoken about it because is a pure ignorance. How could anybody, anybody get on this show, say that is a pure ignorance and a pure incorrect information. You know, I've been to every plant in the world from Cuba to all the way to Mexico, right? It is not true at all. They use it and that's why you smell it so much on your body. Let me give you an example. On the cigar you guys smoke, that you are basically de-ashing it in the ashtray. I want you to pick up that ashtray because nothing is in it except El Septimo. Am I right? Yeah, these the ashtrays ashtray. were empty, yeah. Okay. Smell the ashtray. Tell me if it smells bad. It's
1: a light smell, but it's not, too, it's not pungent.
2: Now, next time, next time, take some of our competitors' cigars, smoke it, smell that ashtray. That tells you, that tells you which cigar company uses a pesticide and which one doesn't you could test this at home it's very easy just smell your ashtray
1: hmm. interesting well I, i've never heard that i've never heard that before and I, i've i've never heard that uh that analogy with the ash and the smell so it's something that i'll uh
2: but it uh, makes sense right
1: yeah as I, as a, of course yeah Is i mean to, you know, to some degree obviously i mean when you have other things in there that burn and even like we were talking about with the the nutrients before
2: But 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 matt hold on a minute where else is in the tobacco we pick the tobacco from nicotine plant we don't wash it we don't spray it with anything we basically ferment it we ferment it we roll it we age it there's nothing added to it so where does that bad smells come from that's the bad smell of pesticides a chemical right away i own a chemical company so I happen to know a lot about this, right? I own a big chemical company, so I know a lot about this, right? Oh, okay. We don't use it. We lose 30 to 35% of the crop. We don't care, and because it is is an important thing for me. My children smoke this cigar, my wife smokes the cigars, and I'm very careful what they put in their mouth and what they consume.
1: Now, is there any so based on that information, right? And in your experience, there's no amount or style or level of fermentation and aging that you know for someone who let's say they they use a pesticide and stuff like that that they spray on their leaves. there's no amount of fermentation and aging on the tobacco that can remove that
2: no, 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 it's a chemical. you know it's like an apple, right? You go you go to the super, you go to the store, right you you have an apple, right? You see the apple is sure. shiny, right? Yes, you know why it's shiny, the apple cannot be shiny like that. Apple is matte and and again i own a big apple farm so i know these things so I, so the reason apple is shiny because they they use a vax on it they use they vax them and that vax you can wipe it by hand doesn't come up matter of fact you can use a regular soap doesn't come up literally you have to use a special soap to wash that apple to take the vax out before you bite into it and you start eating it
1: hmm, interesting uh i i feel like i've heard about about that before but
0: there's been like TikToks and stuff where they put boiling water boiling is the only thing that makes it come off the apple
1: oh really yeah, yeah i never you, saw the
0: that problem
2: that's a good point Nico. but the yeah. problem with boiling you change the taste of the apple oh yeah obviously. it you cook, cook yeah the apple, it cooks. The apple. yeah but by the way i want your audience to know uh, uh we are septimo we are roy's roy's of the industry a lot of ticket that study that i gave you right Cigar sure. industry is 500 years old. Has anybody ever done a study like that? Anybody, no. We were the first to do it, right? So we look at scientific way of understanding our product and how to make the best product in the world rather than pick up the reef, roll them, and call them you aging and wait they on and just sell them into the market, right? And I challenge any cigar manufacturer, any CEO to get online with me debate the subject one-on-one, one-on-one. And the reason I'm passionate about it, because your audience, my children smoke cigar, and I wanna make sure they can differentiate this product so they pick a product that is good for them rather than light any cigar and start smoking it. Again, to all of your readers, next time when you smoke a cigar, you turn off your cigar, smell your ashtray. If your ashtray smells bad, that's the cigar you should never try if your ashtray smells none or nothing significant, that's the cigar you should smoke
1: hmm, interesting. I'll have to check that out as we as you know we, we go forward smoke more stuff and and see what smells and what doesn't absolutely um you should. that's very interesting I'll, i I'm definitely going to look in that for myself, but yeah no this this study is is a good one it's an interesting one um obviously, something like that would be you know positive in terms of you know we talk a lot about. Uh, things that the industry faces, right? You know, with, with the legislation and the FDA and, and all the, the things that they try to say are bad, the cigars are bad, and this is why they want to regulate them or, or ban certain cigars and whatnot. Um, what other, if any, plans or anything that you guys are working on or anything that you guys are, are interested in doing that, that kind of helps further fight against um, some of those things that Many other cigar makers and companies and retail, even retailers, um, face against the U.S. government uh, within the cigar industry.
2: Well, this report that you saw is the first step. Next thing I'm gonna do, we're gonna finalize this report. This report you get is fresh; was just produced last month. We're gonna we're gonna take a full-page ad in Wall Street Journal, full-page ad in the major magazines. We're gonna pay for it, and we're gonna put the fact. And I want FDA and government official to scientifically challenge us, right? We're going to we're going to pick on them scientifically, not by arguing, but scientifically, because at the end of the day, we live in America. Common sense will prevail and facts are facts. Right. Sure. And we're going to put those. We're going to educate the market about the facts. This is El Septimo's two years in the cigar business in the United States. But we have changed this industry so much that it hasn't changed in 200 years, literally in 200 years. So we're proud of that. And we're going to continue to do it because I want everybody to know El Septimo is not any other cigar maker. You know, everybody makes cigars these days. Today in the market, there are 3,200 different brands of cigars. I had my landscaper the other day chasing me, Mr. Yona, Mr. Yona, And I said, what do you want, Ruben? He says, I want to try my own cigar. He made a cigar. My really? My dentist his own cigar my neighbor makes his own cigar one of my attorney makes his own cigar everybody makes cigar these days right and the funny thing is they don't know anything about what they're making It's made by someone else they slap their ban on it and they sell it to public and public buys it right we're gonna change that we're gonna change it in many ways and right now we have actually changed that and that's the reason for a short period El Septimo's been around everybody in the world are talking about it, right? Every magazine, every article. El Septimo is search more on the internet, we can check it on SEO, search engine optimization, than most of the cigar maker in the world, right? Because there is content, there is valuable information that people will love to know about this, right? I sometimes sit next to a guy that he says, look, my biggest problem with my wife is she hates smoking. I sit down, I talk to his wife, 20 minutes later, his wife asked to, if she can light a cigar and smoke it with us. That's the major change we are making in the industry. And I tell you something, we are just starting. We are just starting to do it and wait to see what's going to come in the months ahead of us.
1: You know, I like how you touched on, you know, the 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 wife. And, and you know, we, we talked about this, you know, last week. We were, you know, with, with Carlito, we, we actually talked about this. Um, you know, having more women is such a big thing and it's one of the things in the cigar industry that really has changed even really more recently is there's such a larger influx of women who are smoking more cigars more women are saying like you know what I I want to venture into cigar smoking it's not you know just for my dad or my husband or you know whatever this is something I can do too um you know how you know how else have you guys been able to to make the the female smoker feel more welcomed into the cigar industry well through your products
2: you know, it's an, a, another good question, and I will answer that in a second. But the the other the other segment of the market that is growing very fast are the younger people, people between age yeah. of 22 to 28, right? Yep. That usually would have never touched a cigar, right? We own clubs around the world. It's funny. I go to our clubs. Our clubs are all over the world in, in Brussels and in Geneva and France and Portugal. And I literally go in the club sometimes just to, you know, have a drink. And I see young kids in the club. Instead of holding cigarettes, they're holding cigar and they're smoking cigar, right? Now, let me tell you something about cigar that nobody has ever talked about. I don't know if they know it or not, but nobody has ever talked about it. Significant benefit of natural nicotine on your skin, skin of your face, right? Okay. Next time when you want to light a cigar, feel your face, feel your skin. After that, light a cigar, go 30 minutes through it then feel your skin again. You suddenly realize your skin is oily because the heat of the smoke and the nicotine of the smoke opens your pores and let the natural oil from inside of your body comes out. So you're basically lubricating, creaming your own scream with the natural body ingredients from inside of your body interesting so, so our skincare company discovered that and we're going to be publicizing that and then you're going to even see more people who are concerned about their skin quality about appearance that will adopting and smoking cigar right away if your followers follow me on instagram and el septimo ceo we talk about all of these we educate the people about these we publish reports about this and they could read them and pass it to their friends and followers
1: yeah so just a quick, you know, we'll stop here for a second. If you guys want to see more of that information, follow, uh, you can follow Zaya at El Septimo CEO on Instagram. You can also follow their company account. Is it just El Septimo Cigars? El Septimo. That's correct. El Septimo El, Cigars. Okay. Uh, so you can follow them there uh, on social media and Instagram, and you can see more about what Zaya is talking about uh, for yourself online. Um, but yeah, kind of getting back to uh, what, what we were saying before. So we were talking, I, I had asked you about um, women smokers and and how you guys were, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, trying, to, Sorry, smoking my <laughs> <laughs> trying to, trying to showcase more to, to women and attract more women into smoking cigars. How has El Septimo um, kind of done that?
2: Well, I think, you know, uh, uh, every human being today, you find stress level in the young kids that are 20, 22 years old, right? And uh, uh, sometimes, you know, we try to de-stress ourselves by drinking spirit, you know, wine, champagne, whiskey, scotch. Sure. But usually we don't like the effect of it, right? After that, you know, we kind of don't like the effect of it. Uh, or we also don't like to drink it because it's a high calories and, you know, makes you gain weight. Right? So a lot of women's and younger kids realize that they could actually relieve the stress and feel good by smoking cigar and without having any aftermath effect of it, right? So cigar is being used as a spiritual process where people can enjoy it, relax, have a conversation with the people they like to have conversation with. And it's becoming a more social thing. That's the reason in United States, United States today, there are 3,800 lounges. 10 years ago, we had only 1,800 lounges. In the next five years, we project to have 9,000 lounges in the United States because a lot of people that used to go with their wife, with their husband, with their girlfriends, boyfriends, to a bar to drink, now they go to cigar lounge. They can have a drink if they want to, but they can also smoke a cigar. They could sit down, have a conversation, relax, and feel good about themselves, you know? a cigar is a component that truly makes you feel good like about yourself i mean i tell you every time i'm sad or every time i feel like i'm bored or something i light a cigar i have plenty of energy and i have plenty of uh uh juice inside of me look at me i'm 60 years old and look how passionate <laughs> i i devoted to smoking this beautiful cigar seriously
1: now oh, you look good for 62 um <laughs> of course um So as we, uh, we're getting towards the end of the show, we're running out of time, but I I wanted to ask you uh, another thing before we wrapped up, um, how have you, uh, sorry, not how have, what are you planning for the future? I know this year, you know, we, we saw the release of the emperor collection. Is there anything that you guys are working on for next year or are you guys kind of at a point where you have all the brands you want in, in the, uh, in the collection and now it's just more of building on those brands? Good good point. No, we have already
2: over 44 different uh, cigar shapes, sizes, brand of cigars. We have Connecticut, we have Maduro, we have everything now, which we didn't have before. Right. So I think we're, we're pretty much done making cigars because every kind of cigar that you can want, we already have it. What our focus is right now on accessories, you know, you saw us introducing our five and a half million dollars lighter now, you know we, we don't expect people pay for five, five and a half million dollars lighter, but we want the people to see our stretch of our innovation, imagination, creativity, right? Um, so this coming year, we're going to be introducing uh, 12 different lighters, very beautiful luxury lighters for people to have, both soft flame and jet flame. We're going to introduce uh, uh, accessories uh, from uh, luggages, El Septimo luggages, uh, El Septimo handbags, uh, 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 El Septimo uh, cigar case, travel case carriers for people. So we're going to introduce close to 40, 50 different new product this coming year into a market, all part of El Septimo. And these accessories are not, we don't, we don't pay someone to make accessories, just slap our logo on it. We design them, we manufacture them. This is all our product. That's why they're so uniquely different than anybody else's product.
1: Even like the, the the lighters and all that too. You this is all stuff you'll make in house. We
2: make them all in house. They
1: designed by our. Uh, uh, we have two design uh, uh, companies,
2: one in Paris, uh, one in Geneva. They design them and we manufacture them in our own plant in Italy.
1: Oh, very interesting. Yeah, I think we saw last year you had some of the handbags at the booth. If I remember correctly.
2: We, yeah, we had a we had a we had a lady's handbag. We had a man's uh, duffel bag for uh, travel for sport. Sure. And uh, 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 a beautiful, beautiful design, beautiful leather. And uh, we sold out of them in the show, which was amazing. They were there for display, not to be sold. But some people insisted they're not going to leave the show until we give them one, which we did. <laughs> so uh, those are some of the products. And uh, El Septimo is a, is, a, is a living style product. You know, uh, This jacket is made by El Septimo. This ring is made by El Septimo. We're making watches in Geneva with El Septimo. So we're making a lot of new product. Uh, we want to be a Louis Vuitton of the start industry. And and uh, 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 we're ahead of everybody else. Nobody's even close to us. And um, uh, the distance between us and our competitors, we're just going to get bigger and longer and longer because we are very active. We have big organization. Uh, uh, we have 27,000 employees worldwide, right? If wow. you add all employees of every cigar maker in the world they don't even reach half of our employees hmm. so that should give you understanding of depth of our organization what about five billion dollars company
1: wow yeah uh, that's pretty impressive um it, it almost sounds like it, it, not even just being a cigar company but just a, a luxury lifestyle company that you know also it makes is. It cigars is. and many other things that go along with it right now that's very interesting that's and, and you're right i mean it's Kind of like in this day and age, where, you know, everyone's making cigars, everyone's making good cigars, but it's like, you know, how do you get how do you get ahead, right, of your competitor? We offer different kinds of products as well, um, that are related or pair with it or go with it. You, know, you mentioned accessories and stuff like that too. So of course, I mean, you offer kind of all the things that a cigar smoker would want to have and need um, to complete that experience, and uh, certainly you guys are are. Ahead of that, right now, with with everything, it sounds like you guys are doing. So I look forward to seeing those products in the future. What you guys have come up with, the design and all that. So far, it's been very interesting. You guys have had some um, really detailed stuff. I mean, like like I said, the show we saw we saw the uh, we saw the lighters. Those were very ornate. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see what else you guys have up your sleeves for sure.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Actually, yeah, very, yeah very, uh, sorry, I can't talk today. <laughs> it's been a long day of trying to get caught up from last week. No, you're very welcome. Um, but before we wrap up the show, before we end, um, I just want to give you this opportunity. If there's anything else that we missed or anything else that you wanted to mention tonight, um, if you wanted to, to, to bring it up now, uh, the, f- the, uh, the, the show is yours. Thank you
2: so much. Actually, the uh, cigar industry have never seen a growth that has seen over the last five years. And I think in the next five to 10 years, we're gonna see even more significant growth that basically comes from more consumer understanding really uh, a true benefit of nicotine and smoking a cigar. And they're smoking It's becoming a lifestyle, right? Right. Uh, everywhere you go now, you see people lighting a cigar, which is great for us. Uh, uh, the question is uh, making a good cigar, making a cigar that are good for people, making a cigar that tastes good for people. Uh, that is our mission. We're excited about it. We're going to be active on it. And uh, uh, um, people are going to be hearing more about our new products that we're going to be announcing soon. And uh, they'll all be excited. It's going to be a great community. And it's a great uh, uh, family community, brotherhood community. And having a product that can cement all that together is our mission in life.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we wish you nothing but the best and um... With everything you guys are doing, um, congrats on everything you guys have done so far, um, with everything that you guys, all your cigars that you guys have made, and, and the strides you guys have made in the industry, and and uh, even with this, this nicotine report that's very interesting, and uh, of course there's going to be a lot of people going to want to read that too. Um, so, great job with that, good luck in the future, stay with us really quickly while we wrap up the show. Um, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're listening later on the podcast apps, as always visit smoketobacco.com for more news and updates from the scar industry. Sign up for our email newsletter. So you can get caught up on our shows, news in the industry as well as giveaways and events and as of course our, our charity efforts that we do for the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation which we'll have updates for next year's charity fundraiser very soon. Um, working on putting that together right now so make sure you sign up for our email newsletter and as always don't forget to like and subscribe on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our YouTube channel and everywhere you download your podcasts on all the podcast apps and platforms. And with that, that's going to be it for our show this week. Next week, we have the one, the only, Mr. Matt Booth of Room 101 brands and Room 101 cigars. We'll talk about the STG uh, buyout and takeover of Room 101. And uh, we're going to do a cookie, a Christmas cookie pairing. Uh, that it was Nicole came up with with Matt I spoke to Matt today he's very excited about it It, that show may be Friday night Uh, Matt has some scheduling stuff that may or may not change Uh, so if we're not live next Thursday at our regular time and place it'll be the same time Friday night the 9th I think it's the 9th yes Um, but I will I will we're working to confirm that uh, as soon as possible and I'll let you guys know if that does change so without further ado I mean w- if without anything else um, that's going to be our show this week we'll be back on Saturday night for Spare Notes and Nicole is going to be on Spare Notes this week so don't forget to My tune debut. in I know it'll be awesome all right guys that's going to do it take care we'll see you next time bye everyone thank you you've never been thank
0: you for spending your time with us at Smoking Tobacco please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content And as always, visit SmokeAndTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.